Ready? Hello, it's me, Ginger Lynn. Welcome to the Sex and Horror Broad Podcast. Let me do that again. The Sex and Horror... I can do this. Welcome <laughs> to the Sex and Horror Podcast. My special guests tonight are celebrating their 150th episode. 150. And I'm going to be here to guide you through it. We have Chantelle Renee. Woo! We have Davida Green Norris. Dicey. Dicey, yay! <laughs> you know what? I need to change my name on here. <laughs> what? You want me to call you Dicey? Yeah, Dicey's fine. Yeah. I'll stick with Dicey. I saw it and I went, where do I go? Oh, um, I- welcome to your 150th show. How are you ladies doing tonight? Doing great, especially having you on here with us. I am feeling so much happy better. Yes. Yes. Now, I, I have some questions prepared, but I want to get to know you two a little bit better. So I'm going to have some of my own as well. Um, you're both, can I swear? Absolutely. Oh, of course. You're both fucking hot as sin. And I'm thinking, have you two ever? Hmm? Hmm? Then we'll something, something together. <laughs> Never together, Ginger. <laughs> we do, we do have the agreement of the sock on the door if we ever come to the you know hotel room. You know, I think that that Dicey would see that sock on the door, pull it off, and walk in. <laughs> I think she's going in anyway. Probably. At least, yeah, should be. at least to take a peek. <laughs> All right, let me make a simpler question. Um, Chantel, have you ever had a close-up look at your pussy in a mirror? Of course. Have you ever really checked it out? <laughs> Absolutely. And, Why not? and what did it's you find? <laughs> exactly. No, I look at mine all the time. Mm-hmm. I think, bitch, why aren't you working? <laughs> Shit, make more money. <laughs> Ginger, Dicey, what about you? Are you a connoisseur of pussy? Was that? What, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Are you a connoisseur of pussy? Well, me? Is that a question for me? Yeah. That's for you, Dicey. I have, uh, I don't know to what end that I fall under. I mean, I support sex workers, so I have paid for, you know, like strip dances and I've paid for OnlyFans and I'm not OnlyFans, but equivalents of that because I know the workers were having maybe financial issues or just to support them so that they had some, uh-huh. oh, yeah. So I, I make sure that I take care of women like that, but I, I haven't, you know, like, done that for the exchange for me for my own pleasure it's it's basically to look out for them yeah you are such a good person that's wonderful see now i'm just a slut i will (laughs) hire a girl i'll hire an escort come on over (laughs) eat my pussy let my man fuck you and then go home and it works out really really well because i'm i'm totally bisexual i prefer men i shouldn't say that I only, I haven't had sex with anyone except for one man in 15 years with the exception of women because women don't count. 
I get to go both ways. Are either one of you bisexual? What's your what's your orientation? I'm not considered bisexual because it's not like in here. It's not a mental thing right. for me. It's cognitive, but I have engaged with women. You know, I have had physical physical contact. I've had sexual relations with women. Have you eaten pussy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad we have you on. You just came right out like boom, boom, boom. We were just was, right in. It it was, it was, we did Okay, I got you. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> 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 Chantal, what about you? <laughs> Chantal. Well, I consider myself spiritual sexual, if that makes sense. I'm attracted to certain people whatever they are whatever their orientation it just has to do with their energy um and when i was younger i was in a i was in a a female and female relationship but i was very young and very inexperienced and very afraid of sex at that point in time so we didn't ever get to that point where i would try to to go down on her anything like that i was just not comfortable with myself yet I had a lot that's of, of sexual trauma. Though. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. that's okay. But I've learned since then. We all learn. That's part of that's part of life every day. If I don't learn something every day, then I've wasted a whole day. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. So um, Ooh, I have been and I'm already sweating. <laughs> uh oh, come here. I'll lick you clean. <laughs> Get all that sweat off of you. <laughs> all right, let's um, see. What you got? All right. So, Chantal, am I pronouncing it well? Right, Chantal? Okay. Now, I'm going to ask both of you this question, and I'd like to answer it myself as well to see if we are all on anywhere near the same page. If you could have sex with any kind of creature and know that it probably won't kill you. Um, <laughs> what kind of creature would it be, including made up creatures? Oh, okay. Wait a minute. <sighs> I'm a creature. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> huh? tell what have you, know, you? I mean, for me, I would think I, I'm, I'm just a partial to werewolves. Not necessarily in the wolf form, but kind of like that half human, half wolf phase, or, I mean, you've seen it very in various ways on, on TV and movies and stuff, but I just love the idea of that beastly presence. I think it's very sexual to me. Oh, werewolves are so sexy. What's the Hugh Jackman in uh, mm-hmm. the X-Men? He's the fucking hottest werewolf combo claw kind of guy ever i would totally do him i would have them put little mittens on the end of his claws <laughs> logan logan that's right that's yeah. right i that's a really good answer i like that one and what about you miss dicey i i really enjoy writing about werewolves having sex i i have some uh one between a, a werewolf and a dragon that came to mind but Anybody that knows me knows that I love vampires. That's where, you know, I just kind of got there, 
when I was young and in my teens, like young teens, I don't know, 13, 14, and got stuck on them. And I just, you know, vampires just do it for me. So it's the it's the allure. It's they're just so sensual. Um, <clears throat> even the monster vampire, you know, even even the Goldman, uh, not Goldman. Um, is it go Gary Goldman? Gary Oldman. Even oh, that. Even him and his man state and in his monster state are still sexy to me, you know? I so I just, I love the the blood exchange or the, the blood draw. I mean, there's nothing prettier than Brad Pitt as um, um, as Louis and Tom Cruise as Lestat, you know, an interview oh with Vampire. So I just, I just- Sandwich. And what is it? <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> Ah, yeah, that'd be great. So I, you know, even even if werewolves are hot, uh, there, you know, there's all sorts of different creatures that I think are hot under certain circumstances. Vampires just do it for me. That's just it. Yeah, I love vampires. My answer is so far off from both of yours. Ah. Can you guess? Guess what my creature would be? Alien? Nope. Hardbark. <laughs> That's it. No, an aardvark. How are you going to fuck an aardvark? <laughs> no, mine is an octopus. I like tentacles. I want one down my throat. I want one in my pinky. I want one up my ass. I want them groping me and touching me and wrapping around my titties. I just, tentacle sex turns me the fuck on. And you know, that's what I was thinking when I said alien. I was thinking tentacles. It, it oh, was because of the tentacles. Yeah, but okay, that makes sense. The octopus. Okay. Hmm. And doesn't the octopus have like 10 hearts or 10 stomachs? It's got a bunch of something. I'm an artist and I paint a lot of octopus or oh. pie. Octopi. I love octopi. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, heard right, a, I heard that there was a documentary on teaching about octopus. There was this man that was he was in love with an octopus and I was planning to do research with that. A friend of mine told me, you need to, you need to watch this documentary because it'll, it'll make you want to write a horror story about it. And I just haven't gotten to it yet, but there is this documentary that you might like. <laughs> Tell me what it is. I will look it up. It's I even, my fantasy goes so far as to when the octopus wraps one of his tentacles around me and there's the suctions on it. Like mm -hmm. I have this fantasy of pulling them off one at a time Ooh. and having that skin pull and just getting it. I don't know. Is it, I, I it's in my spank bank. Yeah. I I've seen some hentai like that on Pornhub that is pretty oh, high. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And do you know, uh, they have massaged the cupping. You can buy those and you can create that sensation on your own. Mm. I didn't know that. Swedish, mm -hmm. the Swedish hot, the Swedish hot massage. Oh, where they pulled the little, yes, I, I've seen that. It was in uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Michelle Pfeiffer had them on her back, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. I think so. <laughs> well, so they put, the, they put the, the jar on there and light it up and then they, it gets hot and then pull it off like no, that? No, it's before yeah. they put it on. They put it, they heat oh, up the jar yeah. and then they they stick it on, yeah. Uh, it like has fire in it, and then they stick it on, it goes off. But that heat yeah. is intense there. 
I've had it oh, twice. I have a kind of a weird story for you guys. I, I did a little time in federal prison. Um, it wasn't my best year, but uh, I was in what they call a drop cell. And it was a nine story, it's MDCLA, maximum security. The women are on the ninth floor. And two of the cells on the ninth floor had vents that dropped down to all of the other floors. And so the girls would tie sheets. If you wanted chocolate, you went to floor six. If you wanted heroin, you went to floor two, whatever, you're, whatever you wanted. And if you wanted blood, you went to a certain floor. And I had a girl and it, she was, it was, my cell was a drop cell. So I had to be nice to everybody or I would have gotten killed. Mm -hmm. But I That's had important. a woman who was a nurse who was in for intentionally killing her patients. Mm. And she would come to my cell every day and she would have a vial of her own blood that she wore around her neck and she would send that off. And then another vial would come back with one of the men from another floor, his blood, and they would drink each other's blood every day. Hmm. Wow. Every single day. One of the, one, you know, they say you go to prison to be rehabilitated. I know how to exchange blood now. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger, you always have the best stories. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me give you one other thing that I learned in prison. Um, yeah. My Sally was a junkie. She was totally hooked on heroin. Beautiful 19-year-old girl. I was 26. Mm -hmm. And she would shoot up heroin. She would get heroin every day. And she'd get so shaky and she couldn't tie off. And if she got caught, I went to the hole just as she did. So I literally learned how to mix and fix heroin. What I would do... Let me tell you my little process here. I would take a, a, a soda can and you get razors to shave your legs. I would stomp on that, take the blade, use a rubber band, tie it around a pencil. And then I would shave off the bottom part of the can. So it had that little, it was about this deep with a, uh, if you turn it upside down, it was a little crevice. And so I would put the heroin in there the way I lit it was I took the light bulb out of the light um, socket and then I took a pencil and a nail clipper and I clipped the wood off of the, off of the pencil. I would take the lead part with a piece of cotton over the top of it, stick it into the light socket and I had fire. So Jeez, I learned wow. how to mix, fix and shoot her up in about two minutes flat oh, wow. every day as many times as she needed it so i'm going to say that for someone like me prison i learned so many new things oh, wow. <laughs> well you know you learn to keep yourself out of the freaking hole that's terrible oh i never wanted to go to the hole 30 days with no sunlight no you just you're in a tiny little cinder block cell with a, a place for food to come in and a toilet and, and a, a steel bed. So no, the, the actual cells were bad enough. The hole was a nightmare. So I never went to the hole because I'm a good mixer and fixer now. 
Hmm. Well, there you go. <laughs> if anybody needs anybody needs that service, you know who to call. <laughs> you never know. But I mean, can you imagine though the things you have to learn to survive in a place a place like that? Um, I learned them really quickly. And another thing, I did not learn this in prison. I learned this on my own. Have you ever heard of a, a Wharton's wheel? Mm-hmm. A Wharton's wheel is a stick about six inches long, made of metal, and on the end there's a spur, like would be on a cowboy, the back of his boot to get the horse to move and they're pin pricks. So what you do with the Wharton wheel is you roll it over your skin. If you do it lightly, it just kind of feels a little scary. If you push harder, you will draw blood. And so I've done that with partners because I, that I've been really into where I wanted to taste your blood, you know, but I was too scared to, uh, do it any other way, but the Morton's way you just push a little harder, and I would do it like on on her ass, or you know someplace that I wouldn't show. And I got to tell you, it was really a fucking turn on the the fact that I was cutting, but gently, like just little pinpricks, and then actually tasting the 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 metallic flavor of blood. So I'm I'm totally getting the werewolf thing with you. And if yeah. you want to do it, if you can't find a werewolf, buy a Wharton's wheel. Wow. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's actually such a great way to do that because I know that is a big thing for people who experience that need for that type of fetish, the cutting. Um, and it can be so dangerous to do cutting. So that's Extremely. a great alternative. It's Ooh. a wonderful alternative. And you can't, I mean. I've never tried to hurt anybody using it, but it's just like sticking a needle in. You just have little pinpricks. So it, it's not like you're bleeding all over the it place. It even sounds sexy, I think. It's yeah. totally fucking sexy. I totally wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> or just come on over. I'll, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. Just <laughs> <laughs> because I get the notepad out. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> You two are so much fun. Where do you guys, I'll go, I'll go to Dicey. Where do you see the show, the podcast going in 2024? You're at your 150th episode now. You've done so many amazing shows. Where do you go from here? Yeah, that's an interesting question because I've been thinking about that. Um, we, we go places and people recognize us based on the, some of the episodes that they've seen. So I know we are reaching our target audience. So that's a good thing. Uh, it's been, you know, like a labor of love. We, we've gone and did a whole lot of events. We've been, we've kind of transitioned to video now. This is going to be a video episode. So like for the whole last year, there've been all video episodes. Um, I would really like to see this as, as a more visual audio medium so that it can be more TV based. Uh, the problem is finding, yeah, it, it, a TV show like this would be great because I don't think there's anything else that's like this. But the, the monetizing it based on our themes is what I have to figure out. So we it's have, tough. yeah, mm-hmm. even like with YouTube, like most people can put their videos on YouTube, but that sex part is going to keep us from being monetized. You know what I mean? So absolutely. There, I, I have we got some things to figure out, but it does every time I think, you know what, I could be putting this time into something else, I get another reason to keep doing this. You know, we're still 
right. still enjoying it, still, you know, so I don't want to stop it, but at the same time, we still want to keep growing, you know, we don't want to be stagnant. Right. Absolutely. Now, what, um, Chantal, what made you two decide to do a podcast on sex and horror? They do go together in my book. I'm almost topless in every horror film I do. But why this this particular genre? I think um, we both like to write about creepy, weird things. And we are both drawn to darker aspects of life. And I think the idea of sex sells with no matter what you're doing. So if you can have sex involved in any way, you got to try to get it in there. <laughs> so we're like, all right, let's, let's do, let's combine them. And we are like, man, that's going to be seriously taboo because as you know, even in the adult film industry, sex and horror is, it's, it's Tab- very taboo. It, it, it really is. But yet in horror films, it's not only completely acceptable, but almost um, a requirement. You got to mm-hmm. show some tits and ass in most horror films at some point. Um, I had a great question. I forgot it. Sex and horror. Um, I've been sick for a while. I apologize. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no Just worries. a cold, but I'll be fine. Um, yes, yeah, I lost a good one. I'm so sorry. But you, gonna- you're listening to Chantal Renee and Dicey on the Sex and Horror Podcast with me, Ginger Lynn. We're talking about all kinds of things, sexy and whorish. Mm-hmm. Not horror like I suck <laughs> horror. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with sucking dick. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys write sexy? Oh, I know I was going to ask you. Do you guys write erotica? I do. I, I, I've been doing um, that for since the beginning, since I first started writing and when I published my first books in 2011. Now, I don't really call them erotica. Other people, other readers have called them erotica, but I feel like there's m- so much more to it. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of layers. So there's very erotic scenes that I have mixed in with other genres. I do a lot of mixed genre stuff. So I'll mix the eroticism in with horror or sci-fi and fantasy. And so it's not just erotic, but a lot of people are like, man, it's so much sex. This is erotica. I even did a full blown blog post one time about what the hell is erotica? Because I kept getting that. I even got like, this is pornography. Like pornography, what? <laughs> is, I'm just writing. But that was that was on my earlier books, the first two that I put out in 2011, Shameful, which is a taboo novel, and my first uh, book in the Vampire series. Um, I just kept getting that type of feedback. So finally, I just embraced it. Like, okay, erotica, whatever. It's I, I'm just writing my story. I'm writing what I feel inspired to write. I love that. Now, let me ask you this. Um, I have an OnlyFans page, and I do a lot of different things on there. If you want to follow me there, it's onlyfans.com slash blame it on ginger. One of the things that I've decided to do in this new year um, is to read erotic stories mm. to my fans, do little five, 10 minute um, erotic stories. Would you be interested in sharing any of your stories and letting me read them? Absolutely, Ginger. You got it. I w- I would love that. Please, 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 when we're done, send me your address or I'll give you my address 
Yes, I sure will. And you'll get full credit. I'll talk about your podcast uh-huh. and uh, your books. And we'll go from there because I, it, I've been thinking, I, I was thinking a nine in, but I don't think a lot of people would get it. it it's so, the, the, the verbiage is just not up to date and it's mm. not as sexy, um, but I love her work. Mm. Love her work. Yes. I'll All right. Chantel, it's your turn again. What is your best phone sex line or angle? And I want you to deliver it to me in a sexy voice. I've just called you up. Ring, ring, ring. Hi, Chantel. My pussy's wet. What can you do for me? Well, I mean, you know me, I'm going to, I'm going to say something crazy, but then I need to be serious. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to be, I'm going to be normal. Okay. So I would say you called the right girl for that. Now I want you to reach down and stick a couple of fingers in that slippery little slit. Going in. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Now, the only recommendation I would give is when you've got somebody on the line, you want to build them up a little bit. You went right for the puss. (laughs) Fit my neck. (laughs) Yep. So, so lead up to it. Get to those fingers in the pussy, because then where are you going to go afterwards if you've already gone right to the puss? Mm. Oh, you would be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> I would be like the I would be like the BDSM line. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so you're more of a dom. I think so, yeah. And you know what? I on film, I'm a switch in my private life, total sub. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in control. I don't want to take charge. I want you just to take charge of me. Tell me what to do and how to do it. And I absolutely love that. Mm. All right. Somebody's going to take see? that clip and make money off of it. <laughs> she even went into the sexy, seductive, seductive voice and everything. Did you catch that, Ginger? <laughs> well, I didn't even know I did it. So, Dicey, what, if I call you up and I tell you, um, my little pucker hole is lonely and, and it needs some love. Can you help me out? I'm going to tell you to um, take a, do an enema and... Um, Aren't you going to do it for me? No, not, not this part. You do the enema on your own <laughs> and then like don't eat anything, don't drink anything, you know, cleanse, go soak in the tub and all that. And then while you're in the tub after the enema and you're soaking in there in the bubble bath, then I'll walk in and I'll join you in the tub and then slowly reach under there while you're nice, supple, soft, and wet. Aww. <laughs> you just made my pucker hole quiver. Went <laughs> 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 like this. <laughs> it was motivated by my pussy. It was actually my pussy doing the throb, but my asshole jumped in, went, hey, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I'll take care of it. <laughs> you guys are so much fun. How excited are you to be doing your 150th episode? That's huge. It really is. You know, I, I downplay so much of 
so many achievements, period, across the board. And then sometimes I sit and I have a chance to think about it. And I was like, that's fucking amazing. That's fantastic. And we need to do something to celebrate it. You know, even even if we thought about doing a big event and I was like, then I'd be pissed off if people don't show up, you know. And then it's like, either way, we're going to do something. And this is more for us. This is more intimate for us. We have a wonderful person here with us that graces her with her time and her attention and her love. This is going to be a fantastic celebration. Truthfully, we've already had our 150th episode. We had to take down a couple of our episodes as we li- as we went along because our guests revealed a little too much. They talked a little too much and they were scared and we had to take those down. So we've already been there, but this is an official time to celebrate that, you know, because a lot of podcasts don't make it this long. And I think it's, it's, a, no. it's an accomplishment. It is an achievement. And I firmly believe you should celebrate every milestone. Yeah. I'm so proud of both of you and so happy for both of you. It is a huge milestone. Now, do you find that when you have porn stars on your show, I don't know how often you do, that that may be a reason for somebody to take the episode down? Because there's a different element when you two are talking about sex and war. No problems? It hadn't been them. They're, they've been our, our our highest numbers, most engaged. You, I mean, you know oh, how porn stars are. They're, they're usually very open. All the porn stars I've ever met are the most open, down-to-earth people ever. But it's it's other people that uh, are concerned about certain elements of their lives being out there for the public. Usually it has to do with spousal situations. That's they true. They oh. too much that they're afraid of their spouse hearing anything and got kind of like questioning or getting a little like, what, do you, what did you mean by that? So, yeah. That's My true. old man, I will be sitting next to him on the sofa and I'll get a call from Sex Panther. And I'm talking about rimming some guy's asshole and fucking him up the ass and telling him he has a small penis, whatever he's into. And it'll be, we'll be watching a movie. I'll get the call. I'll pause it. And just talk dirty for as long as I need to. <laughs> With him sitting right next to me. I'm the luckiest girl ever. No judgments. Yeah. And, and that's the way it should be. That yeah. really is the way that it should be. Unfortunately, it's not always. What did you guys tell me the shows that they pulled? What did you do? Well, we can't talk about the yeah. shows. But we, we oh, can can't. say that one was a male, one was a female. Yeah. And again, they both, it really had to do. So actually... Some of it had to do with the condition they were in when it was filmed. Okay. They felt that that was a little bit too harsh for them to live through and, and hear themselves in that condition. Um, but again, it still went back to the spouse if the spouse heard these things. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it was I have a suggestion of something not to do because I've been kicked off more platforms, Patreon. I've been kicked off of everything including Playboy Radio, but they always hired me back. Um, <laughs> the last thing that I got pulled was somebody, as a joke, sent me this giant jar of pickled eggs, like this tall, this big around. There must have been 100 eggs in there. And wow. I thought, what can I do with eggs? And so I thought of a show I had done years earlier on Playboy Radio where I put ping pong balls in my pussy and tried to shoot them out and have my partner hit them with a, a paddle. Um, 
it would have been perfect, but the ping pong ball got stuck. We had to call the EMT. It was a whole big nightmare. Um, so years later, I decided I get this jar full of eggs and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to lay eggs. So I took a condom and I put three eggs in it, put that inside of my pussy. I got up on the table and squatted and went, and then I plop out an egg. So I got kicked out the air for laying eggs. And it wasn't sexual. It was, I was just being a chicken. <laughs> now, is that, that's something that would really get, you would do very well on OnlyFans doing something like that, right? I've got all that footage. No, OnlyFans, you cannot put anything except sex toys in your pussy anymore. Really? They've cracked down. Yep. Um, one of my girlfriends was trimming her pubic hair mm. on OnlyFans. They pulled it because it was a, a sharp instrument near her pussy. Oh my God. So where, where, do know that. Go, where do people go for their own content to be able to, to give their fans what they want? I don't know of any place that will let me lay eggs. <laughs> but if you ever want to try it it actually is really fun when they <laughs> pop out <laughs> i don't know that i even have that kind of control over mine anymore <laughs> I, 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 i'm i'm uh I'm, I'm not up to date on my kegels i guess oh <laughs> uh, you know it's a lot harder than it looks it, it, no <laughs> The first time I put the egg in, I didn't put it in far enough. I just went boop, right out. <laughs> I mean, before I had a hysterectomy, I was up to like three ultra super tampons at once. Oh um, so I don't know that I could shoot any eggs out. It probably, I don't know. It probably just dropped baseballs. right off. <laughs> I'm thinking baseballs. Pink, uh, Guess what? Tennis balls. Although mm. they're a little scratchy. Yeah, but if, if I'm if I if I can't film it and upload it to a platform to make money off of it, why do it? Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Skype without recording and we'll all just do it exactly. together. We'll just have a, a three we'll have a little three-way. All right, what can I, you do with yours? And we'll each take turns. <laughs> I need I need to see the money. I need to see the money. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dicey, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, I want to take over the world. <laughs> I like that attitude. Now, I know that sounds, I, I know that sounds kind of flippant, but no, I mean that really. Um, I'm not even joking. Like, it's, I want F you money, like, like uh like Oprah, like fuck you money, like real fuck you money. Like I'm just gonna do what I wanna do when I wanna do it. I wanna be exactly. able to have all my my stories and films and I wanna be um I realized that I had been operating under some limiting beliefs for years based on conditioning and programming and I've been deprogramming for like the last two years. And um I don't I no longer want to sit at the table. Like Hollywood was the objective for so long. I don't want to sit at the table. I, I want to own the fucking table. 
Like, I want to be in charge. I want to own it. I want to have the programming that I want. Um, so network, uh, uh, Oprah is about as close as I can think of because she has her own network and stuff like that. And okay. so that's why I bring up Oprah. I know she's under fire for a bunch of different things. I'm not going into the, you know, the the controversial elements of her. I mean, the phenomenal businesswoman that she has been, the the achievements. Again, when we go back to achievements, like it's, it's so... Once upon a time, I thought, you know, I'd go to a car lot and buy a car. Now I want to own the whole fucking car lot. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Like, instead of going to a vacation, it, it used to be I want to go to um, Punta Cana and at an all-inclusive resort and stay there in my little nice room. Now I want to own the whole resort, you know? Now, I don't, this is just answering your question. I don't know how to get from point A to point B yet. But I'm just saying that I feel like all of the dreams, you know, I've, I've been dreaming not big enough. My dreams have been, while still big, they have not been expansive enough. And I've, I'm expanding them now. I think that's amazing. And one of the things somebody taught me a few years ago was they asked me, where, where do you want to be in five years? And I don't remember what my answer was, but they said, OK, write that down and then do write down the steps that you need to get to that five-year point. So you kind of, it's a backwards outline mm -hmm. so that you start small with this being your goal. And I'm a firm believer in going for everything you fucking want in this life. Everything. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't keep your attitude positive, surround mm -hmm. yourself with good people and always be creative. I think those are really important elements to success. Yes, yes. And also one of those steps needs to be daily Kegels. <laughs> <laughs> Need to tighten my pussy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it may not make you all those millions, but it'll get you on the ladders. <laughs> After I had my son, I took little post-it notes and I put a smiley face on them and I would tape them to my rear view window or review mirror. I would put it on the mirror in my bathroom and every time I saw one of my little post-its, I would do my cables. Mm. You know, but I want to have so much money that it wouldn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter whether it my if it just dropped down to my knees. I'm good either way. <laughs> <laughs> you got money flying out you of your breast. Money. I love it. She just wants to have money <laughs> to hire the beautiful girls to come in and do what she doesn't want to have to do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I do, I do it all, yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. are wonderful. Um, all right, back to you, Chantal. Out of these three powers, which would you choose and why? Number one, make anyone have an orgasm with your mind by looking at them. Number two, cause a man's penis to become any size you want. Or number three, have the Midas touch inside of your vagina. That's a good one. So many choices. <laughs> so many choices. I mean, I think it would be really fun to make people have orgasms by looking at them. Just looking at them. <laughs> that would be, so be great. I love that. I, I love that idea. My, uh, 
boyfriend that I've been with for 15 years, one of the things we used to do when we lived in LA was we would go to this really nice hotel called Shutters. And they had big sofas and chairs and fireplaces and piano and people serving you drinks. Very elegant, very upscale. And before we went one night, my boyfriend gave me one of those vibrating eggs to put inside my pussy. He had the remote control. So we're sitting on the sofa and we're talking and two guys come and sit in these side chairs near the fireplace. He starts pushing the button and I'm do- and I'm like, <gasps> and I'm doing everything in my power not to have an orgasm. Um, I held it back until he gave the remote control to the waitress. He goes, I've got an egg inside my girlfriend. Just flip it whenever you walk by. So I, she's serving drinks and doing her thing. And every once in a while, I just start <laughs> <flying> around. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I didn't have the power. So no one had the power over me with their visuals. But boy, yeah. that damn little remote control was fucking awesome. And yeah. uh, I remember when I finally had the orgasm, my boyfriend was sitting on my left. I dug my fingers into his thigh and the other fingers into the sofa because I didn't want to make noise. Mm-hmm. And I'm a loud drummer. And I'm going, hmm. <laughs> it probably <laughs> sounded like I was having a seizure or something. <laughs> they thought you were sure. It wasn't the case. So I love your answer. I I tried that. In the meantime, just get one and give put an egg inside you and give it to random people to turn it off and on. It's a blast. Maybe that's something you and I can do, Dicey. That'd be interesting to go on stage together. Yeah, that'd be you could just do it on your show. Yeah, and not tell people, and all of a sudden you. Next time we have an in-person event. <laughs> hey, uh, and speaking of in-person event, we have one coming up uh, on the 25th. Um, it's with the Houston Horror Film Festival. They're having a signature series, and we're going to be there. It's just from 12 to 7. And what if we had at our booth, Chantel, we're representing the podcast during this event. What if we had at our booth those eggs and just give it to random people as they walk by? Here, this is for the egg. That's <laughs> you give them a condom and an egg. If you don't use the condom, they they will disintegrate in your pussy. Yeah, and you don't want eggs stuck up in there. You need the condom, too. So hand out. An egg and a condom, let them figure it out. <laughs> I think she's talking about the actual remote control one. Oh, yeah. the remote control one. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the real egg. <laughs> be hilarious. You know, they have those those flash mobs. If we had like a flash mob of egg layers, we'd just all be walking right. around and people would squat and eggs would come out. Yeah, and I just recently, so I've been sitting up here trying to remember what show I recently watched that had that going on. She had eggs inside of her while she was walking around. Um, and Real I cannot, eggs like I did? Huh? Real eggs or remote control eggs? Uh, it was, well, it was remote control eggs because she kicked okay. it. I don't have my phone. I always have my phone near me so I can look stuff up. Oh, here it is. It's something that I watched recently. <laughs> and here I thought I was a groundbreaker. I was a trendsetter. 
<laughs> well, girl, the last time we talked, you talked about the uh, goldfish in the vagina. So the eggs in the vagina is de- definitely the next level. Yeah, the goldfish were actually in the butt and it wasn't mine. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, I, I draw the line at, at fish, seafood, animals, um, except for the octopus, of course. Um, <laughs> I remember it was this. Um, like, okay. Oh, okay. A nice girl like you. Um, she was, she was trying to get to be a more sexual person because her boyfriend, her first boyfriend told her that she was whack and she was too uptight. And so she had this, she made this list of sexual things that she was going to do. And so this was, this was one of those things on the list. And so she was walking around with these eggs in when she was starting to develop a new romance with this guy. So she was trying, she didn't tell him that what she was doing, because this is a new guy first, it's a right. of their relationship and not even relationship. Like they're, they're just friendly right now, but she is attracted to him and she has these eggs in her while she's walking around. They started dropping out. <laughs> oh saying, no. <laughs> that. He didn't see it. Yeah. That was moving. You know, I'm going to say this, ladies. Yes. I don't care how old you are. The prison wallet is always stronger than the vagina. So if you need (laughs) to put something up somewhere, stick it in the back, not in the front. Well, I didn't finish the whole story. Now that you brought that up, I have to tell you what happened. So after I had my orgasm in front of 20 people, I had to go to the bathroom. And so I told my boyfriend, I'm going to go into the men's room. You follow me in. So I go in first. I sit down and there's like plop, the egg falls out in the toilet. And so now I don't know what to do. And I don't want to reach in and get it. So I leave the egg there and I'm all just beclumped and I don't know what to do. So I just leave the bathroom and my boyfriend leaves after me. We don't do anything. And I'm back on my sofa where I had my egg and the two guys are still sitting there. And I go, fuck, where's my purse? I had left my purse in the men's room. So now I have to go back to the men's room. The egg is still in the toilet vibrating. It wouldn't flush. It's in the bottom of the toilet. I walk in, my purse is not there. I walk back out and I have to go to the concierge desk. And I'm like, hi, I lost my purse. And they started, everybody started laughing. They pulled it out. We found it in the men's room. <laughs> and this is a place I went to two or three times a week. <laughs> yeah. So you basically went in there and let them know, I'm the one that put that vibrating egg in there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, of all the things that you could have left that have been up in your pussy, that's like the least, most embarrassing <laughs> Yeah. You know what the funniest one was? Oh, let me ask you guys. What's the weirdest thing, Chantal? What's the weirdest thing you've had in your pussy? Gosh, I'm so vanilla with that. I think a popsicle. <laughs> Ooh, was it freezing cold? It was very cold. Yeah, did you and, like it? And really sticky. I didn't like it so much. I'm like, that ain't working for me, babe. You need to. Like, yeah, I tried. I didn't like it either. It. And it got slimy on the outside. Yeah. It was almost a burn it was so cold yes um but that's a good one what about you dicey what's the weirdest thing you've had in your pussy i'm sitting up here trying to think um not that i've had so many don't count. Things, 
<laughs> because I have to think so far back. <laughs> mine, mine has cobwebs on it now. Let me see. Um, um, okay, now that's just too dang long. I, I think a hairbrush, and that's because of something that I read. <laughs> I read. I story about a hairbrush being used and I called myself wanting to 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 write it to to write this the I it was I think I was writing the scene anybody that's watching this if you've read one of my stories that has a hairbrush in it please let me know because I've, I have so many different scenes now that I can't, <laughs> I can't keep them apart but it was something that I was writing based on something that I saw or heard and I was like hmm that's that's odd and in order to write it to get the logistics and everything well I tried it to to make sure that I knew what I was talking about <laughs> well I have what they call the bionic pussy mm. and I've only had one we used to do something on the playboy on my playboy show with Christy Canyon called splashing are either one of you familiar with splashing Sploshing mm -mm. is a, a kink where it started with a guy calling in and his thing that he was turned on by was he would he had a glass dining room table and his wife would get up on top of the table and he would pile up jelly filled donuts and he would sit under the table and watch her sit on them and the, the jelly come out. I hear this and I'm like, I don't get it. What's the turn on? So I decide to go through the alphabet and try everything that I can sit in. And what I did so many different things. The one thing that, that did not agree with me was Alpo. Dog food? food. Yeah. Well, it definitely would be a weird sensation. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing, but the one of the funniest ones, um, I thought that if I took, you know, Velveeta cheese comes into brick. I thought if I put the brick inside my pussy, it would mold to the form of the inside of my pussy. <laughs> so I'm shoving it up in there. Pieces are falling out. It, I, it, I'm, I'm trying to keep my pussy tight so that it will form into the mold. And... But finally, I, I get the thing in there. Some pieces are on the floor and it comes out and it looks more like almost like anal beads. There was like a lump and then a skinny part and then a lump and a skinny part. So that's not the funny part. The funny part is after the show, I wanted Velveeta cheese to eat. I had a craving for it. And so I go to the market. And I'm at the Velveeta cheese line and I just giggled a little bit. And the guy next to me looks over, he goes, uh, Playboy Radio? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. He was buying Velveeta cheese for his wife after listening to my show. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> oh, 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 it was hysterical. dropping <laughs> the stories, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Are you not afraid of like bacteria or infections or you know like that? That's the thing for me. I don't want my pH balance thrown off or anything. Like the hairbrush, it was it was the handle. I don't think I said the handle. Right. 
the handle, not the bristles part. But that's something it doesn't like it's clean. It didn't have anything on it, but like food would right. it like leave some sort of you would think. Um, I have literally my pussy has been named the bionic pussy. <laughs> it can take the only time I ever got a yeast infection was from the elbow. Mm, wow. You know, but that's not something that a lot of people do. You don't go to the store and go, hey, I want to sit in that. But I do have to tell you the sensation, because it came out of the can in like a tube. And so I just plopped myself down on it. And it was mushy and it was kind of gritty. And I would grind. There's there's a big turn on that I did not expect by sitting in different foods. Wow. Um, and I I went through the alphabet A through Z. Um, bad choice, pepperoni pizza. Um, I wow. Christy Kim was my co-host, and I I thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll have her sit in a pepperoni pizza. So she sat in the pizza, but the pepperoni was still hot. And so when she stood up, she had pepperoni all over her ass, burning it. And I I felt I'm I'm spitting my spit to get him off. I'm try, I've got water in my mouth and I'm trying to get these little pepperonis off without hurting her anymore. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, Ginger. I you know, know, you can't take me anywhere. <laughs> but I'm strangely hungry now all of a sudden. Like I, I want, I know, me too. <laughs> macaroni, I want pepperoni pizza, everything but the Alpo. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I, and I know what this is. Is this like cytophilia because I, I I had okay so you know my vampire works in a fetish club that's the that's the, where the setting is for my vampire series and um, I dealt with a lot of fetishes and one was this food fetish and so I have this girl I think sweet cinnabons is the one that works with food and so she's doing all these things with these with food and and that would that works so perfectly for that I need to send that one to you but um yes please yeah, yeah so what about chocolate cake um i did cake with ice cream which was my mistake um <laughs> chocolate was fun and the nice thing about it is i love um oh wait i have a signal coming up okay i guess i'm okay yeah it says recording started by davida by attending this meeting, oh, you gosh. consent to being recorded. They're just now letting you know we've been recording for 54 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just delete that. We're fine. We're fine. All right, Dicey. If you could interview anyone, dead, alive, anywhere, my light just burned out. Can you still see me? Mm -hmm. you? That's so weird. Hold on, I think I have a little ring light that I might be able to turn on. There you go. That's a little better. That'll work. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Dicey, um, other than me, <laughs> if you could interview anyone right now, who would you interview and why? Mm -hmm. um, I, first off, we have had some amazing guests. I have loved all of our guests. It has been, I love this part of just delving into the 
whatever you all bring, because you're going to bring something different based on your personality, based on your perspective, your experience and all that. So I love that. Um, you come with some of the best stories. I mean, I cannot lie. <laughs> yeah, the stories are like, you know, you, you leave me gasping and on and I'm always writing down stuff to look up. I love, I learn a lot from our guests. I enjoy the conversations, but I also enjoy when it's just Chantel and I, and we are just reviewing movies and stuff like that. Uh, so I said that to say that I don't rank, like I wouldn't think of any celeb as being more important or higher than anybody who allows us some of their time. So there is no celebrity that's going to be that much big of a deal that I'm going to think that they're more hot shit than anybody else that has come on our show and been a guest for us. Everybody is equally important and beautiful and, and entertaining to me because they came on here and gave us some of their time. Like, I love that. And so that's, that's everybody. Um, so, but I would love to interview people that I really admire based on the work that I've seen of theirs. Um, probably one of my favorite people in the world that is in terms of watching them on screen and never being placed. And I can't even think of an opportunity that I would have to run into this person. That would be Brad Pitt, just because I love his work. Oh, fuck yeah. I would love to interview him just to talk about some of the the work that he's done that has ended up being some of my favorites of all time. But am I going to think of him as more more important or more special than you who's come on here and, and hosted our 150th episode? No. But I would like to talk to him about just being in front of the camera and behind the camera. You know, like he has done it all and he's been very successful. Oh, absolutely. I feel like I have a lot to learn from him based on that. See, you are so much better at this than I would be. I would <laughs> love to interview Brad Pitt, but not because I, I care about what he thinks, but mm. because I want to fuck him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at his age, do you think, this is what I've been thinking of lately, at his age, do you, uh, his age, do you think it still works? <laughs> no, but there's Viagra. I want to fuck Brad Pitt, Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Depp, uh, I was going to say Christian Slater, but I already fucked him. Um, oh, dropping the tea. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Can I tell you what a slut I was on oh Young Guns 2? Drop the names. Drop the names. Oh, tell my me. God. Okay. So I fucked Christian Slater. Uh-huh. And what I did was he was kind of shy and not taking charge. So if you don't take charge, I will. Okay. Okay. So I took his belt off, took his pants off, and I tied his wrists to the bed with his belt and just rode him, sucked him, fucked him, fingers up his butt, and he, he couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't do <laughs> so I did, I did a really good job on Christian Slater. Is this um, nice, Christian? I'm sorry? Is this 90s Christian? You know what I mean? This like, is 90s. This is ni uh, the year 1990. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He was fine. Yeah. Um, and then I, now this one, I'm, I'm not going to take full responsibility for because I was duped into it. Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, wow. And it was right when his wife 
told him she was a lesbian. And so he, he's like, can you come over and talk to me? And I'm like, of course I will. He didn't give a fuck about the wife fucking another woman. He wanted to fuck me. So he made me feel sorry for him. So I fucked him. And to be honest, it wasn't memorable. Oh! <laughs> Just average. Huh? Um, who else did I fuck and on that set? Um, oh, and Char- Charlie Sheen, of course. Oh, yes. Now, is he great? And there's one other person that I didn't fuck, but I gave him a blowjob on the way back from a strip club in in the backseat of the car with everybody in the car with us. But I'm not going to mention that name because I'm legally not allowed to. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've got a gag order. Good. I do not want to have to take this episode down. down. You do not have to take it down. Um, All right. Oh, you know, let me go back to Charlie Sheen. Charlie, uh, Charlie seems like he would be really good just because he's been with, you know, everywhere with everybody. So he must be putting it down. Otherwise, he wouldn't keep being, the word would be out like, don't bother. It ain't good. So is Charlie, does Charlie live up to the hype? Charlie's a lover. Mm -hmm. Charlie's favorite position was missionary. He liked to look at you when when he was fucking you. Um, which is always sexy. He he was always sexy. He wasn't wild and crazy, but he would follow my lead. And being bisexual, I brought girls over all the time. And we got kinky, but his favorite was good old-fashioned missionary and looking into my eyes when he came inside of me. Charlie's one of my favorite people I've ever met. One of the best men I've ever met just he's funny he's intelligent he's articulate he's a genius um and i i I don't have anything bad to say about charlie and we were together non for two years consistently and then off and on again for another three and uh oh yeah we were together for a long time oh my goodness and uh i'm sorry i said oh my goodness (laughs) oh yeah yeah no he was he had a, a probably like a six to seven inch cock. It was perfect to go in every hole. And he he had really good rhythm. Like he could tell he, he was just a good fuck. Just a good fuck. I figured that about him. I, I'll never know, but I figured that just based on, you know, all the vibes that you see. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Any rock stars? All right. I'm sorry. Rock stars. Oh, rock stars. Um, Billy Idol. Oh, nice. Billy, Billy and I met in 1986 at the world's largest wet T-shirt contest that I was hosting. I hooked up with him that night, and that was 1986, and we fucked right up until. 1993 we were still fucking so wow. so billy and i had we had a really good run you know i he was a good man oh oh here's a story for you so when i met charlie i'd already been dating and fucking billy for years and i'm a pretty open honest person and i told 
Charlie that Billy was one of my lovers. And about a month later, he comes home one night and he tells me, he goes, I ran into Billy tonight. And I'm like, okay, how'd that go? And he goes, well, Billy said to me, I know why you love her so much and I'll back off. So Charlie asked Billy to back off so that we could have time together and pursue our relationship. And so Billy backed off. And then when Charlie and I broke up, I went back to fucking Char uh, Billy again. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, in that, in that, uh, in those videos, he had that, you know, stamina. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, he's got stamina. Definitely has stamina. No, Billy, Billy was a kinky fuck. Billy was a good fuck. Mm. Yeah, which, he was wild. Uh, I'm sorry. Which one was better? I was in love with Charlie. Okay. And Billy was my fuck friend. So they were both really wonderful. Oh, that's such a tough one. Charlie was a better <laughs> lover. Billy was a better fuck. Oh, okay. Billy was sense. bigger. Billy was bigger. Yeah. Okay. No, no. He had the, about the same size dick. He just... He knew it. He knew how to fuck, you know, when he's doing ye rebel yell and fucking me in the ass. It was like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried more, more, more. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about writing like a tell all or a memoir? I have three chapters left. I'm 398 pages into it. Ooh. I just have to get my lazy ass. To, it's those last few chapters um, that I need to finish. So I might just go ahead and get a book deal now. I've got uh, Fulton Books as well as Simon & Schuster approaching me. So oh. I might just go with them now and get a, an upfront advance. And then I'll be more motivated to finish it. The chapters I have left are, one is called Boys, Boys, Boys. Mm -hmm. and it's about all my fucks, mm -hmm. all my guys that I fucked, you know, George Clooney and uh, all the, uh, everybody. That I, um, oh, George, now George has a nice dick. It's thick, it's fat, um, and he's a great lover. Only problem when we were lovers, he had this fucking pig, and it would eat everything of mine that was on the floor. It ate my purse. It ate my clothes. It ate my coins, my money. So fucking George, you kind of had to like, you're going at it and you get one leg, you got your leg up and the other leg's kicking the pig away while you're <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm so, I'm so right now. <laughs> if anyone is just joining right now, we got Chantal Renee, we've got Dicey Grenner, we've got Ginger Lynn for their 150th episode of their podcast, Sex and Horror Podcast. And I'm so honored that you asked me to be on tonight. I'm having the time of my life. I'm not wrapping up. I just was doing a letting people joining us know what's going on because it probably looks a little weird. <laughs> you are awesome. All right, Dicey. Mm-hmm. Look, I can, um, I can beat anything. There's no question you can ask that I can answer that's gonna beat 
tea you just spilled. Like, I don't have to do that. <laughs> There's nothing that I've done that can beat this. I don't have a story that good. I do not. All right, Chantel then. <laughs> <laughs> if a movie was made about the podcast, who would play you? Hmm. A mop with a wig. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would think um, somebody with a good rap. Care who it is. You know who I was thinking? Elvira. Hmm. Oh. Wouldn't she be perfect? Hmm. Elvira yeah, would she, be a. a she would totally steal my like, limelight, man. She's got better one-liners than I do. <laughs> She's so funny. I love her. Yeah. And what about you, Dicey? Who would play you? Um, I would like to have Nia Long play me. Oh. <laughs> no. No? I did, I did one of my very first mainstream films. It was called uh, Buried Alive. We shot in South Africa. We were there for, I was there for three months. Mm -hmm. uh, Nia was in the movie. Uh, Billy Butler was in the movie. Donald Pleasance, Robert Vaughn, John Carradine. Nia was such a cunt to me <gasps> because I did. Oh yeah. She was like, you're a fucking porn star. What are you even doing here? She was so mean to me. She made uh -huh. me cry. She oh was no! Awful. Oh no! Yeah, she was like I, I, I got tough skin, but it, it just she never let it up. Every fucking scene, she would just berate me. She was a mean, horrible person. All right, then. So wow. pick somebody else. Then no, because I, I don't, I don't do Look I don't sound like that. Yeah, it would have to be somebody that represents my interests and who I am as a person, and I would never do or say or even think that so okay let me go back to the drawing board yeah. look at I'm gonna I, I didn't say, mean to throw even a monkey you in guys, the wrench no even though you guys pinned Elvira for me in all reality Octavia Butler would totally play me Octavia Butler's dead right you mean Octavia Spencer Am I yes that's what I meant Okay. <laughs> I think it's an author who's deceased. And you're uh, right. You're right. I always get those Kendrick. two Octavia's. Yeah, she wrote the Kindred series. I think I, I know since we've had conversations before, you really love Octavia Spencer. I think that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's, so bad with names. Yeah. <laughs> but you got close. Oh, so I'm not going to figure out who you were talking about. So exactly. Well, um You have the same eyes. <laughs> Who would pick? Okay, I got a better person that would play me. Okay. My daughter. Oh. My daughter. I yeah. love that. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. All right. She's 16 good, now. Good so. voice. Yeah. 16 going yeah, on 27. Yeah. She would she would be able to embody my spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I have a 27-year-old going on 16. So <laughs> it's a little bit. <laughs> Is this a boy or a man? <laughs> it's a boy. It's a man. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, well, we've only got a few more minutes, so let me see. Oh, I know. Dicey, mm -hmm. if you could grow an extra body part, <laughs> what would it be and why? An extra body part. Hmm. I would grow the tail. <laughs> <laughs> and that way we would always know when you were happy. <laughs> uh, that way, because, um, you know, it could be cute, especially if it's like this and it's red and it's got the heart at the end. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking you're on your hands and knees. I'm on my hands and knees. We're butt to butt. And you're just wagging your tail, smacking my ass. <laughs> yeah, it could double up as like a as a whip too. Exactly, and I like that. I do like whips. Chantal, what are you gonna grow, and what are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna grow. Um, I'm gonna. What would I? What you know? I would just grow a butt because I never got one. <laughs> okay. And, and then I, it would sit on it like a normal human. Of course, of course. Now, neither one of you chose anything near what I would have chosen. What do you think I would choose as an extra body part to grow and have? A penis? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to write my name in the snow. Um, I, I, I want to be the, I would fuck everybody who was willing to fuck me. Everybody just that. I would be the biggest stud ever because as a woman, I've been a slut yeah. only makes sense that as a man, I would be a stud. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would grow a penis now where I would put it. I don't know because I don't want it to interrupt my pussy or my clit. Again, <laughs> I would have a penis nose. <laughs> what do you think that way I could lick your pussy and fuck you at the same time. Ooh, um, yeah. Yeah, I want my nose to be a would, penis. Would it would it be able now? Do you mean that it would grow or would it just always be out there like that? Like it'd be oh no, normal. it would grow when I it would be normal and okay. it'd be like Pinocchio. When I lied, it would grow. When I got turned on, it would grow. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The only problem with that is I'm gonna have balls on my mouth. <laughs> it's very difficult to discuss things. Well, you don't really need balls, you know. <laughs> You can cut those he off. He didn't say okay. balls. He said penis. So you don't yeah. have to worry about that. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah but don't I want to, don't I need balls to come? No, you just, no, you don't have to have. You have that business going on already. Yeah. As long as I can come, that's fine. I don't need the balls. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times balls are salty anyway. So I'm just going to yeah. leave those out. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to worry about them. <laughs> and then you got to keep those trimmed and all that. Nah, I don't worry about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys are absolutely so much fun. I'm so glad that I was you that you thought of me. I'm honored that you brought me on. I hope that I've um, done justice as your interviewer and asking questions and getting to know you better. Um, thank you. You have been absolutely amazing, Ginger. This could not have been any better. Thank you so, so much. And I really look forward to your book, the memoir, the the tell-all. It's going to be it's amazing. Called, it's called I Don't Look Good on Paper mm. uh, because I don't. 
if mm-hmm. you if you like say I'm dating you and you go home, mom, I met this great girl. She's an ex porn star. She's a single parent. She's a convicted felon. Uh, she, it just the list goes on and on. But I'm such a nice person. Yeah. But on paper, if you don't know me, I, I really don't look that good. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a beautiful title too, because yeah, it's it really also beautiful. you know kind of goes with how we quantify people based on certain aspects when it's really more about who they are and you know if you're a kind person that should reign supreme so yes you know what's interesting is in today's woke society everyone is accepted except for sex workers Mm. you can still make fun of sex workers you can put them down you can say bad things uh porn stars we are still full free game and mm. I don't understand it at all. Well, it's because you take agency over your bodies and everybody wants to be able to do it for you. They want to commoditize you. So as long as because you, you are taking the control and the reins and someone else can't come in and do it for you. So it's, I, I feel like right. everything to do with women and the subjugation of women falls under control and whether they can control you or not. And you have basically, like, even if someone if someone calls you a slut, what is it, you're gonna be like, and? So? So then they lose yeah. the power of even being yeah. able to control you with words, you know? The only word that I will punch you for say, calling me is a cunt, unless, there is a, a, an, a, an unless here. If we're fucking, you can call me a cunt all day long if we're <laughs> having sex. But, any other time I will deck you. That's my only my only word. There you go. <laughs> oh, I have a film for you guys to review. Please, oh yeah. Please, 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 please. Yes. What is it's called Pig Killer? Yeah. Uh, it stars. Yes, it stars Jake Busey and Lou Temple. They play my sons. Uh Bai Ling is in it. Uh it it's if you like horror films and you want to cringe, watch mm-hmm. Pig Killer. I would love to hear. And if you are going to review it, let me know when, because I want to listen in we and, absolutely and, and know. hear what you have to say about it. It's yes. one of the most intense characters I've ever played. And I'm really, really proud of my work in that film. And everyone that's in it was a labor of love and... It's based on a true story. It's 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 definitely worth a, a look see. What's the uh, platform awesome. that it's on right now? Or I, I don't know. I know it's streaming, but I don't know where. Okay, I'll find it. We'll find, we'll it. find it. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. trust that you two will. We will. That'll be our next show because anything for you, Ginger. Oh, yes. I love you guys so much. So much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Can I do a shameless plug? Absolutely. Please. Please go to onlyfans.com slash blame it on ginger. Um, I also, I paint acrylic on canvas and I design jewelry. You can find my artwork and my jewelry designs at gingerlinart.com. Yay. Thank you. That's jewelry and paintings. Yes. Okay. I'm going to add those to our, our list too when we do the promotion for the show. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. 
We need to add, add a, do a commercial for her and add. We haven't done one since yes. it's it's been a few months now. Thank yes. you so much, and thank you all for listening. I know you have enjoyed this as much as I have. Ginger Lynn came with the tea, and I can't wait to um, to read her book when it comes out too. And I'm in I'm thank shopping you. jewelry right now, so I'm gonna go check out your site. I I wish you could see it in person. Um, you know what? Send me a text. Tell me your favorite colors. I use amethyst and rose quartz and black onyx and turquoise. I use all natural stones and sterling silver and Swarovski crystals. So tell me what you're looking for because the website, my pieces are so amazing in person and Mm -hmm. I, I still haven't found the right lighting to show it off on the website. I just ordered a new light box. That okay. should be here in a week ago, but um, don't be discouraged when they don't look shiny and bright and beautiful because they are. Okay, thank you. And I hope you feel better. I know you have joined us after uh, ABN and you, you weren't feeling your, your best, but you came on and you knocked it out the park anyway for us. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. I wish you two all the best. Call me anytime and I would love to get some copies of your book. All right, I'm a copy of one of your books or whatever. Thank you, darling. Thank Thank you so much. I love you.